Hello, friend, and welcome back to the show. Now, I will say I'm excited for you to tune in every single time you do, but today I am extra excited because I have been waiting to release this episode. You are going to love today's guest, Trish Blackwell. It may go down as one of your favorite guest interviews on our show because of, well, just listen, because she's amazing. And she wrote a book called Straighten Your Crown. I think it needs to be the number one bestseller out there that every woman needs to get, every mom, everyone trying to raise her family strong and her faith strong in today's world needs to get this book. It is so beautifully written. If you're like me, you will read 150 pages and not even know because you just keep going. But it's also set up to be short little chapters where you could read a chapter here, put it down, pick it back up. It's just amazing. Let me get on with Trisha's bio so we can get on with the show. Trish Blackwell is an expert at empowering people to get past self-doubt, overcome self-limiting beliefs, and perform at their highest levels. Confidence coach to Olympic athletes, Ironman champions, CEOs, high-achieving entrepreneurs, and cultural influencers, she has been featured by TLC, Entrepreneur and Elite Daily, as one of the top confidence coaches in the world. She specializes in helping high achievers think with more power, clarity, and belief through her podcasts, videos, and books. She is the CEO and founder of the College of Confidence and host of the top-ranked podcast, The Confidence Podcast. You guys are just going to fall in love. I know you will, and I want you to stay till the very end because the very last words Trish speaks are so, so good. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted. Turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project. Maybe don't look at the sink and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, her dream is to have a beach house in Florida, Jennifer Zumbiel. Trish, I am so excited for you to be here on the podcast. This is like dream come true for me because I followed you for a while. I love sitting with you and selfishly, I'm like, yay, you're, I get to learn so much more from you and pick your brain and be able to get that from you face to face. So thank you for making time for us. Well, now that I know that we're technically running buddies, since I do runs with you on the podcast, you listen to the podcast when you run, I love my running buddies. So it's a fun year. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. All right. Well, I was initially introduced to you by Lindsay House when you were a guest on her podcast, 
direction, not perfection. I remember listening and immediately jumping over to your podcast because I could not get enough of what you were saying. And then we became running buddies. But you are <laughs> you are a confidence coach and you have an incredible way of bringing your own experience, understanding what we're going through, knowing your faith and tying it all together to make us feel like we can win in growing our confidence in real life ways. Now, I know you've written entire books about this, but try to briefly tell us why you are passionate about your mission. So I'm so passionate about confidence. It was so interesting when I started my journey as confidence coach, Confidence coaching wasn't a thing. Now, if you Google it, you're going to see a lot of coaches. But I, I, to my knowledge, I was the first person who said, "This raise my hand. This is who I am and what I do. However, at the time, I was being mentored by somebody um, extraordinary. And I had this shift in my identity. I, first, I was in the fitness industry. And I said, listen, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I know I'm going to be a confidence coach. But I said, I don't think I'm confident enough to be a confidence coach. Like I had so much insecurity about going, here's what I do. And he was like, no, that's the whole point. Your experience is what qualifies you. Now go have the courage to help people. And so my whole life, my story in a, in a nutshell is that I've been extremely confident. I've um, uh, it, it just, you know, one of those just type A, Enneagram three achievers, um, you know, president of the student body, captain of whatever sports teams. I just loved putting my heart enthusiastically into everything I did. And therefore I had confidence in my performance, but I didn't have a lot of confidence in who I was. I've been a Christian my whole life. So I knew I was a child of God, but those two things were separate. I was like, okay, well, I can't let anyone down. Definitely don't want to let my parents down. Don't want to let God down. He's given me lots of talents. I need to go perform. And so my confidence was really tied up into what I could do, what I could accomplish versus who I am. And like, what would happen if I let all those go? What would happen if I stopped hustling? And if I slept for more than five hours a night, and what would happen if I just like actually addressed instead of staying so busy that I didn't think about my insecurity, actually figured out why was I so anxious? And so even though on the exterior, I was super, everyone who would have known me was like, I would have never known you were insecure. I was desperately insecure. I had an eating disorder for 10 years, hit it. It It was very easy to hide because you're just, especially as an athlete, wow, you're just really motivated. She, not only does she do her workouts, not only is she like super count her macros and doesn't do any sugar, man, she's committed to her sport, but she also does bonus workouts. It was like red flags all over, but people just thought I was ambitious. Right. And so, um, I have a deep, deep passion for helping in particular high achievers who are used to getting accolades from the world for doing cool things and being brave, but on the inside struggle with a disconnect over who they really are and what, where their confidence is really coming from. So on the inside, I was broken. I felt like a fraud. I was constantly striving, trying to prove myself. So my confidence was based in striving and stress instead of, instead of peace and presence, right? And so I would say the shift that, that made me excited about what I do and how I help people is um, I, I realized I could I mean, there's, you can always keep doing things and achieving things. And that gives you little boosts of confidence, little dopamine hits, but how do I teach, how do, could I teach myself and how could I teach other people to have confidence in your identity? Right. And that comes with change, looking at your thoughts, taking your thoughts captive and, and working through that and going, okay, like I have purpose. How do I tap into that? And how do I show up for it? 
not as out of a place of striving, but out of a place of excellence. And so, yeah, it was just sort of this like thing that God so clearly just said, this is what you'll be doing. And of course I was like, yeah, I'm not really qualified. And he said, do it anyway. So the first thing I think is I love your honesty in that because isn't that everyone's story? We want to share something with someone, but we always feel inadequate. And I love that who did you say it was your trainer? Um, your experience. Yeah, my mentor, my, your, my, yeah my, my, your experience is what qualifies you. Yeah. You're so aware and you're so sensitive and you understand the struggle is why you can lead. And, you know, I, I, this is so awesome for you to be sitting here with my audience of moms trying to raise our families strong in today's world and all that. And, and we, lean so much on our mom friends and our circle. And we grow because we get advice from those that we trust that surround us, go before us, all of that. And I think so often we want to share what we're doing, but we feel like, I don't know, am I qualified to give you advice on how to raise your kids or all that? And yes, you are, because be confident that what you're doing with your own family is working. You're seeing the fruits. And Another thing you said was you you like to work with high achievers who have that disconnect inside. And and again, I, I see that parallel with us busy moms today who are constantly on the go. We are high achievers in everything we do, right? For our families. And most people aren't, most high achievers don't think of themselves as high achievers because they're so focused on what they're not doing well. Or they're denigrating themselves. Well, I'm just a mom. And then I do a little, and then you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You are a person of excellence. Therefore, you're a high achiever and you have high capacity. Yeah. It's so interesting because I go, I have a lot of people go, I don't know if I can work with you. I'm not really a high achiever. I'm like, uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. Let me just help you out. <laughs> Stop downplaying. Stop playing small. God didn't make you to play small in this world. Ah, what a great reminder. And Another thing with that is a a phrase that you really like to tell us is get out of the prison of self-doubt and into the freedom of self-belief. And I I know this resonates with every single person listening to this right now on some level, whether it's cooking skills or job goals or health commitment or family values, we all have something we doubt is possible. So Trish, share, you are so good at this, share with the woman sitting here right now a few steps she can take in this moment and when we end our time together that will help her on her journey to more self-belief and less self-doubt. I love it. I'm going to give you this answer from two angles. So first angle, I can share with you transparently as a parent, I have a six-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son. I sometimes when I, you know, I'll listen to something about the effects of social media and TikTok on young women, and it's heartbreaking and this and this, and you hear this and you hear that, and you, and you watch the stats on what's happening in young people's lives. And I'm going, I'm not supposed to parent right now. Like I don't want to parent for the next 15 years. I just want to, I would like to go back to the 1950s, uh, where I wasn't even alive in, but I would like to parent in those years. And you know, it gives, so I have so much doubt about my ability and what I'm going to be able to do and how I'm going to protect my children. And then, I mean, I, I think what I want to introduce is that the doubt's not a problem. It's what you do with the doubt. How do we talk back to the doubt? Just having self-doubt, having self-doubt or having doubt or questioning why am I in this circumstance isn't 
a problem. It's part of being human. But to me, what gives me great comfort is when I can talk back to that doubt. In this parenting example, I go back and I and I talk, I do, I talk to myself in third person, Trish, of all the years in the history of the world that God decided that you would be Ellie's mom and Baker's mom. He chose right now, 2022. He chose for you to have littles during a pandemic. He chose for you to, to, for you to be the parent. He is going to qualify you and make you capable to, for your children to, to be raised in this technology world. Cause I can be like, Oh, we're going to have, they're going to make fake accounts and they're going to do this. And I, I, I get to like, I like skip forward 12 years and start, you know, stressing, you know, and I'm like, and I'm going to be well able because I'm surround myself with the right people. And they weren't supposed to be born 50 years ago, nor was I. And so there's this one we can talk back to the to the, the, the doubt and go, well, this is where I am because this is where God knew he needed me. And I'm going to trust that on blind faith. The second, the second to really go and, 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 and realize when it, when it comes to talents and how do you make, how do you, you lighten the world? And look, being a mom and a lot of what we do as women is very thankless work. It's very, uh, well, let's just rinse and repeat. And we, you know, no one sees that you make the bed and gets unmade. And then you do this and the socks get dirty and there's so much repetition and it's easy to sink in and go, what, what's the point? It doesn't matter. Or who am I to, there's so much imposter syndrome. And when, I think it's that when you feel like you're supposed to start something, or you know that what you are doing is something that is a noble cause and that it has contribution, even if it is not noticed by anyone, that the doubt that it, that the doubt in your mind is not a problem. Self-confidence and having confidence and courage isn't that the doubt's not there. It's just a softer voice, right? Doubt is fear. Fear is not of God. And if, <laughs> the enemy of our souls wants anything. He wants us sidelined. He wants us discouraged. He wants us, oh, just dredging, drudgery of doubt, right? And so even if you doubt, if you feel like you've got a book to write and you've got, or you've got a, a thing to do, a neighborhood uh, gathering that would bless people and you go, well, what's the point? I mean, they're not going to show. No, it's going to read my book. That doubt keeps you from being the, as bright as you're supposed to be in this world, right? It's so crazy. And doubt is simply, if we really pull it back, it's fear. It's fear that nobody's going to come. No one's going to like me. No one's going to think what's good or no one, or fear that it doesn't matter or that I'm not good enough. And, and you go, okay, so well, how do we talk back to fear? Fear is not of God. And so we, we can say that fear is there. I can feel the fear and move forward anyways. So it's not the, the doubt's not a problem. It's what you do with it. Do you let it stop you and be a block? And then if it blocks you, it becomes a prison. Or do you go, I have been freed from any prison in my life and into freedom. I walk, I walk with freedom. I walk with, with, um, with, I walk in the promised land. I walk with anything available to me. And I just, every time I go back to a place of fear, because my, my eating disorder days, my performance, I got to be the best days. It was all fear-based. I'm not going to be pretty enough. I'm not going to be skinny enough. What if I'm not good enough? What if I get an A minus? Oh my gosh. All of that was this prison. And to me, I love it. Cause I'm like, oh wow. Like literally just go to, let's go, let's go spend some time in Exodus. It's Egypt. And like over and over, like I've been freed from Egypt. I don't have to put myself back there. I love that it goes on in our brain. So yeah, don't make doubts a no big deal. Don't, don't get worried about the doubt. Just move forward. This is why I love you. And everybody on here is going to run to your podcast, just like I did when I met you. <laughs> is, 
Trish, you have such a good way of making us feel normal, but not keeping us there or settling on that. Thank you for that. You're, it's such a gift you have because I, I feel like you saying that and just saying, yeah, it's cool. Self-doubt is going to happen. It's okay. And, but make it quieter than your confidence and stop it. <laughs> but hey, or make it quieter than your, your promise, your, your, what we know to be true in God. Like, I don't have to feel capable, but ah, if I'm, if I, if I show up, God will make me capable. All right. Show off Lord. Like <laughs> it's on you. I'm going to show up. Takes the pressure off. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And this leads me right into the next thing I wanted to talk about. You love to coach about the practice and benefits of using positive affirmations daily. Tell yes. us about this because I think common thoughts that maybe in our listeners' heads that can become negative affirmations are things like what I've said to myself many times in different seasons is, I can't do this. It might be, you know, the crazy laundry room I see to a business school, or I'm so, I can't get up and do this day again, or I'm never going to get it all together. I'm guessing there are a lot of us who need to be reminded about the power of positive self-talk. Well, you know, I love it because um, for years I knew the power of affirmations and in, you know, in the personal, personal development world, it's a big thing. However, in the personal development world, that's, there's, there's a very, very small sliver of us that are faith-based. And so most of it is the universe is going to provide and you're going to speak what you want. And, and I just was like, guards up. I don't want anything to do with any of that. And then when I went, really went and did a, in the last two years, um, just some growth in the area and looking at it's a biblical command that this, this is just a, a new, it, what we often think of affirmations is a sort of a new age uh, borrowing of it. It doesn't take away from what we can do with it. So that's the first thing I want to say. Um, but we are told it's biblical to, to, to think on such things, to meditate on this, to think on what is good and that the, there's life or death in your words. And so what you speak over yourself is what you end up creating and what you, you speak, your words have power. And I know for a fact, I know you've heard me say this on the podcast. I, for years was so defeated because I went, no, my, my mind's a mess. Cause I kept breaking promises to myself. I kept beating myself up and I was like, I just can't help it. And so I had a lot of um, victim defeatist thought. And if you're, if you're, if you, if you're stuck in that, I just want to say first, the first step to break out is to go, I can't help it. I'm going to declare victory over an area of my life where I don't have victory yet. So one, I can help I, how I think maybe I'm not good at it yet, but I am learning by the power of God. He's going to teach me. He's going to instruct me. He's going to provide resources for me to do that. The second thing is I just did a affirmations workshop that I am going to make evergreen. I'm going to make it available for people. So the link for that is going to be trishblackwell.com forward slash affirmations. You go into that. I have a, it's about 45 minutes. You're going to get instant access. Just put your email in and you will get instant access on um, a, a course that I taught on how to write custom affirmations from a spiritual place from a faith-based place and how to make them work. Because the main three reasons that we don't do it is we're like, yeah, it works, but we don't actually do it. And then we, we have one. And then we, a week later, we're like, what was that affirmation? Right. We don't actually repeat it in our mind because um, it takes thousands of repetitions for it to become what you actually believe. And then we also don't customize it. I think we, we Google affirmations. We're like, that's good, but they're not power. Like if you want a, a powerful affirmation, uh, weave in some scripture, weave in truth. 
And so what I, and I, what I coach on on that and that people can get for, again, totally free is, um, and I'll, I'm happy to tell you the process is every day in my journaling, I do a toxic thought. I reframe it. Um, I write a Bible verse out. I do a prayer of gratitude. And then I end the day with an affirmation. So I, I end the day with a custom affirmation. So, it, and it could be, it could be related to where my anxiety was that morning or where my, my brain was feeling self-doubt or fear. And I, I talk back to that, or it could be, you know, today I walk in, in, and rivers of life flow through me and, and I'll pull in some Isaiah and the trees, of the field clap their hands. And today's going to be over overflowing with joy and love. And I will be present with my children. So something like that, like, if I look at my schedule, I'm like, Ooh, I got a day. So I will make the affirmation around today. I am the most present, alive, engaged mother. Right. And so you can speak. And it's amazing when I do, when you do that, you'll see your day change. And so affirmation works so huge for, if you want to deepen your belief and I, from in my own life, my belief in my business goals and my family goals and my financial goals, but really my belief in my faith and my connection with the Lord has deepened because of affirmation work. Because a belief, if you think about a belief, is simply a thought you've repeated over and over and over. And an affirmation is that. And so it's a really beautiful, I believe it's a spiritual discipline that we have the opportunity to incorporate that um, I think we can claim back for something that it's faith-based and powerful. And you can speak healing and, oh my gosh, the healing and freedom I've spoken over myself about my relationship with food and my relationship with anxiety. The affirmation is this gateway to freedom to remind me, mm, girl, you're in the, you are free. You are in the promised land. You walk in with, with no chains. And I just, sometimes I just need that reminder daily. I need the reminder. I, I want to say thank you first for acknowledging that sometimes we step away from the positive affirmations because it feels so new agey. And when you're a Christian, you, you feel like, Oh, I don't know. Like I'm one with the universe. Exactly what you were saying. I feel like that it comes to that sort of thing. So I very much appreciate you telling us and reminding us that no, this it, it's a biblical command and it is, that is what scripture is. And it's funny. Cause I'm sitting here thinking, you know, you're right. We, we neglect to, to incorporate this into our own daily, if not hourly life, but we do for our kids. I mean, I, my, I've said to my son so many times when, you know, he's learning a new feat, he's my youngest, he's six and he's climbing the monkey bars. And I'm like, I am strong. I am brave. I can do all things through Christ. And he knows that by heart. He, he does it when he's trying to ride a bike up the hill or when he's trying to do some new trick, I can hear him saying that out loud to himself. Why am I not doing it? You're, you've nailed it. You know, we speak of our kids. You're the head, not the tail. You are a leader. You are, you are light in this world. Go have an amazing day at school. So I love you pointed out that we are already skilled at doing this for others. Now we have the, it's almost a call to action of like, imagine how much more powerful your life will be when you discipline yourself to do it. Yeah. It's very cool. You, you just challenge me to just saying those words when you discipline yourself to do it. I, I need to add that to my daily. I know you do that. I just, I, I haven't added that. Oh, see, same reason. I like, I knew about it for a long time and it just was like, yeah, I'll do it one day. No. And I just, you know, and you know, the reality is I was the one that was missing out the richness of, of the presence of God that I get as once I do that. And it carries me through the day. The a little tip that I do too, is I, um, so I write it in my journal and then I text it to myself 
And then it's sort of like a double whammy. And then look, let's be honest, how many times are we picking up our phone? And it's nice to have a little text stream with yourself to be like, oh, wait, what was my affirmation? Oh, right. Because who's going to be like, I don't remember. Like, oh, here's my journal. But like, you know, the chance of me being able to pull up my journal, be like, what was it today? Not as likely as me being able to pull up my text message. So that's another helpful like repetition. Oh, that's a great idea. Well, it is the month of February, which means Valentine's Day, and hopefully you get some kind of date, whether that's out of the house, in the house, whatever it might be. And maybe this will help you recommit to getting more date nights in when those have kind of faded out because, you know, life. But we are here to help you, and I know that sometimes all you need is one little prompt to get past the monotony of the same old conversation. Who takes which child where? What are we having for dinner? What do we need help with around the house? So we have made to gather for date night, as you know, it is a game book designed with seven categories. They're all fold out sticker pages, 15 stickers each for 105 stickers that just dig deeper, make you get past one word answers and have you talking about things that really matter, go to togethermoments.com, order your Together for Date Night today, and we'll have it for you for all those small moments during the day where you just need to peel a sticker and have that connection. All right, Trish, my sticker question for you comes from Together for Date Night Circle of Trust category. What's the craziest thing you've ever trusted a stranger to do for you? That's a very good question. I know there's been times when I was traveling, when I graduated from college, my friend and I sort of did the Europe thing and we were young and dumb. <laughs> we did things like just ridiculous. And I'm, I'm fairly sure we left our luggage with strangers many times to say, we're just going to go to the restroom at like some, some like train station in France. And like all of our belongings, we would just walk away from, we would have our passport. But then we would come back and be like, oh, thank you. And I, I know there's like, I have like a dozen memories of that. And I would categorize that now as never, ever. So I'm gonna count that as just, I was ever trusting with all my things to anyone who smiled. Well, that's funny you brought up that answer because when, in your book, when you wrote about going into the shop in France to get a new cell phone, and you left your luggage out, I'm like, no, no, please don't make this part of the story that it got stolen. <laughs> All my belongings for a whole year, that store that, in, that I mentioned in the book was this tiny, teeny store where like one of my suitcases would not even fit through the door. And I, at that point it was like, well, I have to buy a cell phone to find a place to sleep tonight, but I can't get in the store with all these things. And all these French people were looking at me. I had felt like I had no option, but again, I also was like, that'll be fine. I have this like natural optimism that everything will work out, which I think sometimes definitely serves me. Other times, you know, we can, we can do better now. <laughs> well, yeah. I love it. Thank you for sharing with us that we truly can trust strangers, even in foreign countries. <laughs> People want to help. That is true. You're right. Now, we could sit here for hours and hours and talk, and I might have to have you back <laughs> on this podcast if your schedule allows, but I would like you to tell us all about your College of Confidence that you run and the transformation someone should expect to get by joining the College of Confidence or by joining you as their personal coach. Love it. Well, thank you for that. Um, so the College of Confidence is a membership mentorship group that I run. 
month to month, we are, I am so confident that is the most encouraging place you will find on the internet and is the most affordable life coaching, faith-based coaching. Uh, I mean, we have 50 plus courses. We do four to five, six live calls, workshops per month where you are actually face-to-face with me. And I will challenge you to grow and take, take control of your thoughts, to be a, to be somebody who's a powerful thinker. We, our mission statement in the college is that we cultivate, we cultivate confidence because it's already in you. We create courage and we spark change. We spark change within ourselves and we spark change in the world. And so we're committed to creating leaders who go and spark change in the world by once they first freed themselves from any hindrance, anything that's holding them back. Um, and it's an amazing, it's an amazing community that I just, I just love. So if anybody is jazzed about really taking control of their mind, then come check us out. Even if you try us for a month, honestly, try us for two weeks and go, I hate it. All you have to do is ask for your money back and we give it right back. That's how confident we are. It's hard, especially as mom to go, well, I could use this money for somebody else. And, and we wanted to make investing in yourself easy because it's, it's the return on investment that you get has this overflow impact on everyone else in your life. And the website for that to check out more info is collegeofconfidence.com. And I would say that you said one thing that should change people to truly consider this is that, you know, a lot of times you think, I don't have time for this. Why do I need that? What, what is learning more confidence going to do for me? Or, you know, I have friends that speak truth over me, but you said you, you listed what you're mission statement is for it, for College of Confidence. And the thing you said was spark change. I think that sometimes that's what we need is we know this stuff, but we need the spark to make it happen. And there's so much that happens when we put ourselves in a place where we know there's guaranteed accountability and there's people striving for the exact same thing as us. Absolutely. Yeah. Trish, one thing that we didn't get to talk about, and again, we could have an entire podcast episode on this, but you are an author and one of your most recent books that you released a few months ago is Straighten Your Crown, Rediscovering That You Are Seen, You Matter, and The King Delights in You. This book is incredible. Just tell us real quick where people can find that and what they can gain from that. So what they can gain from it is the book is a journey through understanding that you aren't just loved by God, like, but what, like what being delighted in by the King of all Kings really means. I always knew I was loved by God, but I didn't feel the love. And so my, my hope is that a reader rediscovers the absolute intimacy and joy and delight and uh, absolute wonder it is to have the God of the universe care about the small details of your life. So it's a straighten your crown is stand up tall. You are a daughter of the King, man. We got, you have so much worth and understanding your worth. So it's a book, it's a book on worthiness and you can get it um, at any on Amazon, uh, anywhere online books are sold. Um, but the, I actually have a little quick link to it. If you go to trishblackwell.com forward slash crown, that will take you right to the Amazon link. We've got that there. And I'm here to say you have achieved that goal. Your book is beautiful. It's one of my favorite books I have read recently. And it is, ah, I just feel like I'm sitting right next to you, but that's probably because I already feel like I know you from listening to you all the time on your podcast. It's just a beautiful book. Everyone needs to go get it. It's (laughs) well-priced, but it's full of so, so much goodness. You won't be able to put it down. 
Hey, sister. Trish, tell us, you, you told us a little bit, but tell everybody where we can connect with you to get our lives more, get our souls, <laughs> our hearts more in tune with these positive affirmations. Where can we learn everything, Trish? Yes. Okay. So trishblackwell.com, collegeconfidence.com, or if you're already listening to podcasts, go check out the Confidence Podcast. And the last question I have for you, the one I ask every guest, what's one thing helping your family stick together right now? I got to tell you my, it's board games. My little one, my four-year-old finally, finally gets board games. And it's been amazing. We just had a COVID exposure. So we've had kind of two weeks of nothingness. I mean, we played, sorry, we're playing, you know, we're playing, we're doing puzzles. We're playing. We got this cool Tetris, like not, not an electronic, but Tetris game. It's so fun. They wake up. It's very, I, I highly recommend Tetris. There's Taco Burrito. I mean, all day long, the kids are waking up and playing for an hour and we're doing after dinner. It's just been fabulous. We've hit a new like milestone together where, you know, before he was, he just wasn't, wasn't, he wasn't ready. Now he's ready. And oh, it's so fun. That's so cute. I remember when our family of six got to that point where it was like, yay, being able to play board games, whichever season of board games you're in really does. It's such a neat family experience. Beautiful. Yeah. So sometimes instead of dessert, we say, do you want dessert tonight or do you want to play family board game? Family board game. Yeah. It's great. Ah, that's awesome. Trish, Thank you for your time here with our our listeners and just inspiring us to be our more confident self and get out of that prison of self-doubt and into the freedom of self-belief. Yes, amen. And listen, I my Jennifer is my pleasure. I could talk all day with you. Um and I just it's confidence isn't a nice to have. I believe as lights in this world it's a necessary to have. We're going to draw people into God's love. We have to be secure in who we are. That's compelling to people. Mm, Absolutely. What a great way to end. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.